Welcome to We Talk About Movies. I'm Kevin. I'm Ruth. And here we are to do another podcast. It's been two years and then it's like three days. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You kind of said that confusingly, but yes. Two years in between the, the latest two podcasts and now three days in between. Yes. Yeah. From the last one we did. Yeah. Over the weekend. So we've got music again from Joseph McDay, josephmcday.com, and it's a Getting little weird. paid to say his name. No, it's just he... he <laughs> I know, it's just funny. You talked him up last time, too. Well, because he, he gives it away for free, and it right. says, if you use it, if you can credit me, please do. Oh, so he's okay. He's not, he's well, not sure. asking for money. He's asking for credit. Okay, sure. So, yeah, I want Because maybe other people, you know... I mean, no one really listens to our podcast, but some if, people do. if somebody wanted to use it, that's good. Yeah. You Ooh, should give credit to him. Oh, weird. I don't like this. Well, so it's a little weird because the movie we're reviewing is Ant-Man 2. And Ant-Man, it's a little, it's kind of a weird, as far as the Marvel universe is concerned, it's kind yeah, of Yeah, it's a little weird. more out there. I remember when they came out with the first Ant-Man and I remember seeing a preview and I thought, no. That's going to be terrible. I kind of was excited because I I like a comedy thing and, you know. I I like Paul Rudd. I knew it would be different. And Marvel movies are, you know, they run together and they can feel really similar. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That it would be. But I, yeah, I guess I was on the opposite camp. I thought, oh, that sounds dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Ant-Man. So, anyways, and I... I really felt like, you know, we loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, which that one looked so bad. So it was kind of... Very true. Um, you're expecting... I After that, I was thinking, maybe this one that doesn't maybe look so good is going to be good like Guardians was. And, and I, I really liked the first yeah, Ant-Man. Yeah, I thought the first Ar- Ant-Man was great. So I mm-hmm. was... Then you, you feel like, okay, but it is Ant-Man, so I shouldn't go into this movie with too high of expectations. Well, not only that, sequels are usually never as good yeah so uh, guardians of the galaxy 2 was kind of disappointing yeah it was but anyways we are um again about ant-man and the wasp which is the second one the second ant-man i'm sure most people know but yes (laughs) just in case (laughs) and we are going to be talking about the full movie we always talk about spoilers on this podcast so if you have not watched the movie it's been out for a long time but if you haven't seen it uh, make sure you watch it. So in case you you've been hiding under a rock and you have not or watched it. Or you just it. <laughs> don't watch Marvel movies on time. Well, yeah. I mean, that's possible. But I mean, think of like your dad. We're always like, have you seen this movie? He's like, I don't know. True. Your stepdad, too. Yeah. Doug, Doug's the same way. He yeah. kind of just waits till it's on TV so and then he watches it. No judgment for me of where you like to hide under based on what movies you have or have not seen. <laughs> I wasn't judging. I just... Because most people watch them sooner. Stop giving me that look. <laughs> like, I, I'm not. I, okay, I take it all back. I'm, I'm just giving you back. trouble, Ruth. So, um, Ant-Man 2. We're going to be talking about spoilers. And let's Go watch do it. it. Yeah, let's do it. So, Ruth, you tell me. What did you think? Oh, you're going to throw the ball in my court yeah. right away? I wanna, you're the talent. I'm just the tech. No, that's not true. I was joking when I said that. That's <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not true. I mean, the only thing that I wanted to bring up, which I kind of talked to you about it a little bit before, before we were, we rewatched it. That was difficult to say. Yeah. Um, 
because we re-watched, <laughs> rewatched it last night. Because uh, you hadn't seen it, I guess. You said since in theaters, I um, say. I don't remember if I had rewatched it or I not. I know I did, but I, I think I watched it without you. Yeah. Because you were probably working or something. And well, I think I part it, of the reason I hadn't made a point to rewatch it is because it did kind of let me down the first time I saw it. Yeah. Oh, well, but not the second time? Mm, we'll get into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the thing that I had wanted to talk about, because like I said, we kind of talked about this before we rewatched it, was I had seen an article that had ranked the uh, Marvel villains yes. from worst to best. And I was trying to find it before we started. I can't, I think I may have found the one that I was looking at. And basically, and I remember I asked you, I said, so who do you think the villain is? And you said. Ghost, obviously. Right. Which is what I thought too, because I mean, that seemed pretty obvious to me, but apparently I was wrong according to this one article, which of course it's one article on the internet, so who cares? And that article is wrong, but Well, but it's funny, like, so I tried to find some other ones too, and a lot of people say the same thing, but they still count Ghost as a villain, but Basically, what they say is that she's not a villain. She's a sympathetic antagonist. Yeah, I don't agree. I I don't either. But what's even funnier is because, uh, of course, you think, okay, if she's not the villain, who's the villain? Yeah. And the answer – so there was two answers that I found from different places. Like I said, I looked at a few different ones. One is just the feds. Yeah. That's pretty – Blah. (laughs) And then the other one is Sonny Birch, who is the guy that tries to steal the technology. He's, you know, the slime ball that's dealing with the wasp. They're trying to do the deal in the restaurant, whatever. That guy. Because he's pretty forgettable, honestly. Yeah, he's he's definitely a side character. Yes. Certainly not the the main villain. And I think it's silly. Like, the... The main villain, okay, a sympathetic antagonist. You could say that about a lot of you the could villains, say that about though. Thanos. Right? Or we were talking about uh, like Vulture, yeah, in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah, because you're like you can sympathize with him. He's like, I was out of a job and right. I had to support my family, and yeah. so that's why he's making a villain sympathetic doesn't make them any less of a villain. Right. That's what's so funny is they said it about her. But not about any other character. Yeah. I, I don't get it because you they're even at the end of the movie. So Ruth did bring this up before we, we watched it again. And so I was looking for it and I was like, maybe it, you know, maybe I just hadn't noticed it. But she makes very villainous, like, I'm going to go abduct his child and threaten to kill his kid unless he right. does what I want. Like, that's what a villain does. It doesn't matter. Yes, she is on the verge of dying kidnapping and torturing a child. Well, we don't know that she was going to torture her, but she wanted to use her as leverage regardless. That's what villains do. Right. Whereas like Captain America in these movies is like, we, it's not even right to sacrifice one person for half the universe. Yeah. You know, you could even say Killmonger is a sympathetic villain. Sure. He's a villain for sure. The the more sympathetic a villain is, the better they are. I'm sorry. You sympathize with him. Yeah. Yeah. If if a villain is just like evil, 
that's not interesting. It's not like, oh, okay, well, this is just a bad monster thing that just wants to destroy everyone. Like, right. That's like in so one in all of the lists. So, do you remember Thor: The Dark World? Yeah. It was the dark elf. Uh, yeah. I forget his name. I just saw it, but it doesn't really matter. He was ranked at the bottom because, again, yeah, if there's he just wanted the world to be dark again. Yeah, so it, there's nothing about him that's interesting. Yeah, if there's no depth, if there's no character development for a villain, then they're boring. Right. And and frankly, I didn't find Ghost to be a very compelling villain, but I do believe she's a villain. I do too. That's why I just thought it was interesting that I had seen that article. Yeah. And I'm like, no, she's yeah. clearly the villain. You sympathize with her because you feel bad. Like, sure. she didn't ask for that to happen to her. And no. obviously, she's in constant pain and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. She, I do think it's, I think she's visually a very cool villain as far as cinematically. Yeah. I, there are some cool parts. You definitely kind of wonder, like, how they do that. But at the same time, I find it really difficult because it's not really clear how much control she has over her phasing and like when she, I don't know, the fight scenes are just really weird to me because it's like, well, she let herself get punched there. So why didn't she phase at that point? And is it because she couldn't or is it because she can't control it? Or is it just because she wasn't smart enough to do it? There was, there was so much in the fight scenes and everything. And then, Ant-Man the Wasp, I, maybe I hadn't paid attention. Well, I guess they couldn't... Well, sometimes they fly. Like, he flies on ants, but she yeah. has wings. Yes. And I get so frustrated in, like, fight scenes where, like, there's really no point to them fighting aside from just making it a fight scene. Like, she could just fly away and, like, be flying around the ceiling or something. No one could see her because she's so tiny. Oh, except for they were trying to shoot her in the chandelier. Yeah. That was super. Let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So that, those super are the bothersome. types of things. Like, number one, she's so small. Like, even do if you she ever were try to think, I want to shoot a fly in the kitchen with my <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> handgun. <laughs> it's, it's absurd to think that a bullet might hit a fly. Yeah. Or a wasp or whatever. Right. And a wasp is bigger than a fly, but still. Yeah. It makes zero sense. And then, like, the other scene that they do it for visual effects, but when you think about it, it makes no sense. When the guy in the kitchen is throwing the knives. Right. Yeah. That one, too. And I so, number one, that. like, these knives are within millimeters of, of her. her, which is silly. And secondly, the knives are not spinning at all. They're straight. completely oh, yeah. straight. I didn't notice that till you just said it. And it's like, that's not how knives work when they're thrown. So That's so true. This is silly. Well, maybe it was because it's slowed down so slow. Because that part was in slow-mo. So maybe, it, I mean, I'm. it's a stretch. But... Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. But really. every single one, because there's like three different knives and they all are straight at, like, yeah. right at the right time, too, where she's at in fly mode. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty absurd. So, I get it. Like, it's a movie. You want to make it interesting. Interesting or whatever. But at the same time, you don't have to have every knife right there. Like, show one off, you know, two feet away in the background. Like, just make it a little bit more realistic. It, yeah. I don't know. So Really, the biggest part was the bullets into the chandelier. That was much more obvious, I think. Yeah. So, I, I think the 
some of those things again are are I don't know if you want to call them plot holes, but definitely yeah, they're trivial choices I know, that I would not have made if I were the director of the movie, and that is frustrating to me. Uh, I'll go right into my biggest frustration of the okay. movie, and it's a really minor thing, but <laughs> but in, your biggest frustration in the first movie, like the best funniest scenes were the two uh, monologues from I don't remember the name of that character, but. His He's roommate a Latino guy. One. Yeah. Yeah. And he did he did a monologue twice where like you cut to the people that he's like doing their voiceover and then they like do their voice, pretend to talk, but in the way he talks, and that is just hilarious. I loved both of them in the first movie. So I'm thinking, okay, the sequel Luis is his name in the movie. Okay, Lise. Luis. Um, Luis. So <laughs> I was thinking it's a sequel. You've got to do at least two, if not maybe three. So I was like really looking forward to like, what are my two monologues from Louise? And then maybe I'll get a third surprise one. I only got one. And I liked the storytelling you did though. Yeah. I I love all the story. It's so funny. It's hilarious. And why didn't we get two of them? Why didn't we get three of them? Yeah, We only got it during the truth serum. Right. Which that was like an overplayed joke too. It was a little bit overplayed, but I still laughed. Yeah. I don't know. It it could have been a little less. Yeah. And then they brought it up again at the end. Yeah. But. So the, I don't know. There were those things. And then the other, like the main, the main issue I have with it is when the Morbius or Morpheus character. <laughs> I uh, was, I always call him that too. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't remember the actor's name or his We just know him as Morpheus name. from but, the Matrix. Yeah, so Morpheus and Michael Douglas are um, Hank Pym. They're fighting and like you just step back for one tiny second and you're like, oh, they actually all want the same thing. Like they need janet to come back from the quantum realm and instead of working together to make that happen they're fighting the whole time and playing tag with the little lab yeah it's like you guys both want this And, and then that's the other reason why clearly ghost is a villain is she's like i'm gonna kill that if if it takes killing that lady to save me i'll do it i don't care i just want myself saved and again that that's a villain like that was right. at the very end of the movie and Morpheus was trying to stop her like, no, I'm not okay with that. And she says, well, I am cause I don't want to die and I'll do whatever it takes. That's a bad guy. I mean, and again, yes, it is a bad guy. Sympathetic. 100% sympathetic. That's what I was going to say because guy. she's in pain constantly and she doesn't know what is going to happen to her exactly. Will she die? Will she like, uh, we don't know. He was like, she, cause Lawrence Fishburne, that's the actor's name. Okay. Uh, Morpheus. Yeah. Uh, says she'll disappear into, we don't know. Yeah. So I get it. It's terrifying. So she's, it's that survival instinct, yeah. right? You'll do anything to survive. Well, no, you should well, do what you I'm can saying, to survive outside of harming other people. Yes. Yeah, so I'm not saying what we would do. Right. I'm just saying. Right. In so, general, human instinct. Yeah. So again, they everyone wants um Janet back from the quantum realm. That's everyone's goal and the only difference is 
why they want her back. <laughs> the only difference is not even that Ghost and Lawrence Fishburne want to kill her. Just only Extract Ghost. the stuff from If her. killing her is what it takes to save me, I'm willing to kill her. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference between them and the good guys. And it's a really, like, it doesn't make sense that they're they're fighting and risking not getting her back at all, which solves no one's problems. And it just, it was. Yeah. So I've been listening to this podcast about um, giving kids the ability to, like, be with other kids unsupervised from adults. And, and a lot of times when that happens, kids will get in fights and they'll, you know, have disagreements and there's no adult to moderate. And so kids actually have to learn to work it out and solve problems. And, and I want to play this game. No, I want to play that game. They have to compromise. They have to do that. And so I'm listening to this and then I'm watching this movie and I'm like, well, these characters must have had their parents solve every problem they ever encountered because no one is taking an ounce of critical thinking to be like, Oh, maybe we should work together on this. Yeah. I mean, yes. But also, like you said, ghost is willing to kill her. So she, you know, she can't get that out of her head. So yeah, if she's not willing to compromise, it's not like the good guys can. So why well, no? But, I don't. That's why I just. I don't really. That's why this movie didn't connect with me. I didn't get the. I didn't feel the motivation. I mean, there were a lot of really funny parts. Paul Rudd is amazing. I love Paul Rudd. Let's talk about. Also, he doesn't age. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? (laughs) The the internet has noticed it for sure. Yeah. He's the same. Like from when he was in Clueless to now. He also had a really good. Um. What is, what's that show where they eat hot the wings? Hot, yeah. Hot wings, I don't I think. remember what it's called. But didn't you say he doesn't eat meat and well, they had hot... He wasn't, like... Cauliflower. He's not 100% vegan or whatever, but he was trying to eat less meat. And so, yeah, when he did it, he had cauliflower wings, which... I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's chicken or no, vegetable I underneath. I don't it's care about, about that. Sauce. I was just curious, like, was that correct? But also, I would be so terrible at that show oh yeah i would be out probably in the first round i like spicy foods to a point and then i don't like i just people who enjoy feeling like the like i feel like that would burn your insides yeah i don't want to feel like that yeah like when you eat taco bell (laughs) or chipotle (laughs) <laughs> or spend all weekend eating ice cream and Chipotle and Culver's. Yeah, and we did do really bad things. this weekend. But the good thing is it made us feel terrible, so we don't want to yeah. do it. Although I was hungry all day today. I wanted really? to eat everything. I still do. Really? So instead I'm drinking wine. <laughs> there you go. I felt so bad from eating so bad all weekend. And so I didn't even bring a lunch to work. I just filled up my huge like gallon water jug mm-hmm. and was just drinking water. And my boss, who's also my uncle, came into my <laughs> office and was like, we were just talking. And I was like, yeah, that's my lunch because I ate all my, I ate all my calories <laughs> for Monday lunch over the weekend. So <laughs> I don't get, I don't get to eat, which cool. was fine. I like, you know, it was nice to, the other thing is I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight. I only have like 
five to ten pounds left to lose. But oh, I have ten plus. But um, I've had four kids, so yeah, you, you know. have a good excuse, <laughs> and you look great already. Oh, thanks, honey. You're nice. So I have a little bit of weight to lose, and so I'm trying to to lose it quickly. So I'm trying to eat like 1,200 calories a day, and it, I don't know. I kind of liked skipping lunch because my breakfast is like 250 calories. And if I have nothing at lunch, then I get like a thousand calories for dinner, which is probably about the size of dinner I usually eat. So <laughs> yeah. all I have to so do is miss one meal. deal with skipping lunch and then I can have a normal dinner versus in the last couple of weeks, what I've been doing is having like a 350 calorie lunch and then I get home and I have to eat like half or two thirds of a dinner. Yeah. And I don't know, I, I almost feel like it's easier to, to skip just have a full dinner. Yeah, I get that. I've done that before, too. Honestly, I like the intermittent fasting. I liked when I was able to skip breakfast. Yeah. Well, and, and then we're just having have shakes for breakfast. That I know. are supposed to be so Well, and I'm healthy. breastfeeding, so I can't do the extreme that you're doing. Right. But um, anyway, we digress. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, I liked the first Ant-Man better. Better. Definitely better. However... I I do like it. It's not my favorite Marvel movie, but again, I think because I like Paul Rudd and there are funny moments in it. Yeah. Not just Luis, but like there's other funny jokes in there too. Sure. Um, Paul, I enjoyed it. Like Paul Rudd just like playing rock band drums, just watching him do that is funny and uplifting. Oh, I liked when he was a kid at the school and oh, Evangeline yeah. Lily, he's trying to get the backpack. She's like Come on, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at that. I forgot about that whole scene. Yeah, where his regulator doesn't work and yeah. he's child-sized. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and I think... How was school? You want a, you want a juice box? <laughs> do you have one? I know. That, that's what made it funny. So, the... what What is it? When he, oh, the the relationship he has with his daughter, like that, that's the cutest part of the movie. Like it is cute. His daughter looks up to him so much, and she loves him, and he loves her, and the whole world's greatest grandma right. joke that oh. comes back over and over. That's really cute. Let's also talk about the unrealistic expectations this movie sets for parents to create a at home oh, yeah. box adventure. Yeah. In the I, beginning? Yeah, I made a fort for our kids or helped my kids make a fort. I'm trying to let them direct themselves but provide help when I can. Right. Well, but, but you even, also have to expose them to what is a fort. They right. don't know. They're little. Yeah, so, so that's what I started with is is me building the fort just so they could play in one and then hoping that they could, you know, maybe try own. to build their own. And then I built my first fort and I was like, this stinks. This is well, you said it fort. was bad after you watched this well, yeah, I, yeah. Well, even when I was doing it, I was oh. like, "I wish I were better at this." <laughs> I guess you need more practice. <laughs> and then when I uh, they wanted to do a fort the next day, and when I got back down there, already my brain was more fort oriented, and I right. was like, "Oh wait, if I do this, it'll work out be better. better." And so, yeah, it already got, See, it got a little practice. bit better. Yeah. So, but the fort and the box slide and all the yeah. stuff he did it's with, outrageous no yeah. parents ever gonna do that so let's just be honest even yeah. if you're under house arrest i don't know maybe parents are doing it now while everyone's quarantined not that we yeah 
Maybe. This, this may seem insensitive to say it, but Ruth and I have not gotten any of the benefits of quarantine. Like, What are the benefits? Like a, a lot of people, some people lost their jobs and end up actually getting a pay raise because their unemployment was more than the job that was paying them. And Yeah, but like, that's I, not going to last forever. So it's no, not, it's not gonna really last a benefit. But yeah, it's I mean, a, I get what you're saying. It's a temporary benefit. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't lose my job. I, did, I took got a new a job, job <laughs> yeah. uh, which actually is great because, like I said in the last podcast, I actually get paid time off and it's it's a great job. So I'm very happy about that. But some of the downtime that a lot of people have had because they're quarantined, like some people, oh, well, I used to go out all the time and now I have to stay in my house. Well, we never could go out because we have our kids to watch. And yeah. so, and especially being in baby jail, as we like to refer to it. Yeah, because we still have a five-month-old. We we can't even have a babysitter because we just started trying to have a babysitter, which it worked the one time. But our youngest baby doesn't take a bottle. Like, she will only eat from Ruth. So, it's really hard to do a babysitter like that. So, we were baby quarantined anyways. Yeah, so for us, it wasn't really any different, what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, and, it's and so we different than... we don't have any additional free time like uh, some other people do that don't have all these kids. Like, right. Like, a lot of parents with older kids, all their kids' activities were, right. were gone. So, like, they don't have to be carting kids to and from practice and everything like that. Like, we're just home with this time on our hands. We didn't have any of that. And, no. I mean, thank God that we're healthy and... And everything. I'm not lamenting the fact right, that I know. our quarantine is is our normal life. Like, that's what everyone wants. But if we were, like, really quarantined and I was out of a job for a little bit, like, maybe I'd come up with a pretty sweet fort. Maybe, but to be fair, he had, like, a whole team of people oh, that I know. put death together. It wouldn't, it wouldn't it's be just that so good. funny they make unrealistic things like that, right, mm-hmm. in the movies. It's always that way. Yeah, but I'm fine with it because it's uh, cool It was funny, watch. like, five minutes into the movie, we're both going, nah. Yeah. Ain't, ain't happening. Right. <laughs> One day we'll watch it with our kids, and they'll be like... Why didn't you ever do that for us? <laughs> or, or they'll still be young enough. They'll be eight, nine, ten. Can we make that? And can we make a fort like that? I don't know. Can you? Daddy can't. Right. We could try. Yeah. I got lots of boxes in the garage. Go for it. Here's some duct tape. Yeah. Figure it out. Which would be great. Although um, he had a really nice spiral staircase they slid down. And yeah, we don't have that. You know what I used to do when I was a kid? What? Get in a laundry basket at the top of the stairs and just <laughs> ride it down. See, we didn't have stairs growing up, so I never did that. We That was when I was, and that was when I was older because it was in our the house I moved into the summer before eighth grade. So I was at least an eighth grader, if not a high schooler and was, wow. we had a ranch house with a basement. So the stairs down into the basement, um, we, we rode would your laundry basket, ride the laundry basket down. That's funny. I, I wait for the day that our kids are totally going to figure that out. Cause they love doing stuff like that already. Yeah. We have a little roller coaster they've been doing in the yard. Yeah. Like a real one. It'd be fun. I don't but, know. I like the idea of putting our kids in the like adventure things, the gymnastics type. Yeah, the Ninja Warrior. I yeah. told you they have that at some of those little gyms, yeah. whatever for kids. They have Ninja Warrior, and yeah, your response was, 
Can I go? Yeah, where's the adult side? <laughs> I think you have to go to a different gym for I that. Know. But then the other thing, as I'm listening to these parenting podcasts, I'm like, well, the, even that is. It's follow this rule, follow yeah, this like stuff. adults are yeah. going to plan everything out for you. You just go have fun and do it. But what what the kids don't get is. Like, how do I have fun? Let's figure it right. out. Let's let's do that That's a again. Different the kind of the thing. negotiation of what do you want to play with? Like, how can I make sure that I'm having fun? Well, what's fun for me? What's meeting Playing your needs kids. and meeting so, my needs? Yeah. yeah. So it I would love to kids have social interaction and yeah, I'd love to figure out how we can do that. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to find a place that does truly free play. Yeah, that's the thing, but. Anything else you want to say about Ant-Man and the Wasp? I'm trying to think if there was, I feel like maybe there was something else I want to talk about, but. There's just not, to me, it's kind of funny. But it's kind of wah, wah. plot holes are wah, wah, the. Yeah. There's. Well, then Michelle Pfeiffer just fixes her at the end. Yeah, which is I did think it, of course I like the cliffhanger at the end where they're all gone in the snap. Yeah. And he's stuck in the quantum realm. Yeah. So the, obviously that's a big part of the. Yeah. So the timeline of this is, is it takes place generally like around the time of Infinity War slightly after. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the, well, bo- the so it's movie. like right before, no, right. not slightly after, slightly before. It's great. Yeah. There you go. Um, and then, yeah, it sets up a big thing, which, you know, spoiler alert becomes important in the last Avengers. So, we're actually we're gonna do just so anyone if anyone cares we're gonna do all the non Avengers movies uh, first so we've got this one we've got oh. Captain Marvel and we've got Spider Man Far oh, From Home Captain Marvel <laughs> and then we're gonna do the both Avengers Endgame and or Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have some guests for Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, we've invited our friends, Kristen and Steve. Steve says he has thoughts. Good. Lots of thoughts. Well, and about Kristen, Far From we'll just have to get her to watch it because she doesn't really watch superhero not, movies. Yeah, she's not a big fan, but I'll I'll bribe her. She'll I'll just give it. her, she and I can have a glass of wine together. We'll watch the movie. Yeah. And it'll be fine. I went back and listened to the Fifth Element episode where we had friends, Kelsey you and Tate. Did? Oh. Yeah, it was it was great. I I missed them. I know I miss them too. I will say that's the best part about you working at um, the last company. I don't know if you want SCI. me to say it, but uh, yeah, was the friends that you made because Tate and Kelsey and Nermita and Devo. Yeah, they were great. I really and a lot of miss other them and like them and love them. Marina and Katrina and yes, Nate them and too and a lot of really wonderful people there. Some other people I didn't get as along with, but well, nobody expects okay. anybody to get along with everybody, sure. right? Like there's people that probably didn't like you very much either. So that's how the world works, it is. right? So yeah, but I do. I miss them. Yeah. Maybe we can. Maybe they'll come visit. Yeah. Shout out to. Tate and Kelsey. Yeah. Come, or come visit I mean we could do Louis. a <laughs> we could do an online podcast. They but could, they don't have equipment. Yeah, we'd have to well How I would mean, they I mean they could just talk into their computer, I guess? Yeah. They don't have to have fancy mics. I know, they don't have to. I'm just asking yeah. how how would it work, you know? It would work. 
I'm sure they would. We can ask. Yeah, we'll ask. Cool. So anyways, um, let's cue some outro music. I'm just going to... You're going to do the same music from the beginning? I didn't like that. I mean, it sort of fits this movie, but yeah, it's not my favorite uh, music in general. Yeah, I know, but it kind of fits. It does. I got a lot of options here, so we're going to try to pick good options for the next movies that kind of fit the theme. I mean, it's only... I've got like two dozen options. Yeah. So... Oh, and also, it'll probably be Captain Marvel first, because yeah. our friends are out of town that wanted to do Spider-Man, so... Sure. More than likely, that'll be the next podcast. Yeah, but we're going to catch up on Marvel, Oh, and are you going to we'll give your rating? Oh, yeah, my rating, I was like three and a half. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's low. Hmm. Don't want to watch it again, I guess. Yeah, I don't really need to. And we actually bought this one, so... Yeah, we well, did. Whatever. It's okay. So, All right. thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, thumbs up. Uh, it level. <laughs> it's not a terrible movie, but it's not a great movie. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.